Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, November 11th, 2015, for the Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast, coming to you live from the beautiful and breathtaking studios of StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is Twin Red Flags. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne today. Lord, we thank you for what you are going to do in this hour. We thank you for the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit to bring it all forth. This is the words of no man. It is the power and anointing of your spirit bringing these words alive to the hearts of those around the world that can see and hear in the spirit in this last hour here at 1159 and split seconds. Holy Spirit, have your way this day and do that which you have prepared and ordained. And Lord Jesus, we thank you for being our Savior, taking our place upon the cross, laying down your life and picking it up with us on your mind that we may enter into eternal life if we will serve you in the here and now. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we begin our show for today, I would just like to say that the subject matter to be tackled within this hour is not something I personally would have chosen to discuss. So I do believe that the Lord God is wanting to convey to us a very important message in the here and now about something that is imminent. With that said... We begin with a piece from Z3News.com, authored by Mr. James Bailey, dated September 3rd, 2013. Yes, you heard me correct, 2013, my friends, titled, Dmitry Dudeman, China and Russia Will Attack America, of which Mr. Bailey begins by recounting the origins of a prophetic word given to me to Dmitry Dudeman by the Lord God when he opens by stating that 
In April of 1996, prophetic Christian minister Dmitry Dudeman received a vision of a coming attack on America coming from both China and Russia. Mr. Bailey continues by saying that Dmitry Dudeman was a Romanian native who came to America and founded the Hands of Help ministry. He received many visit, visitations and dreams and visions during his life. He went home to be with the Lord in May of 1997. The vision shared below is just one of many that Dmitry Dudeman received. A complete list of his prophetic words are available on the Hands of Help website, including the transcript of each one. Also included there are the prophetic words received by his grandson, Michael Bodia. At this point, Mr. Bailey begins to communicate Dmitry Dudeman's prophetic word from the Lord as follows. I prayed, then I went to bed. I was still awake when suddenly I heard a trumpet sound. A voice cried out to me, stand. In my vision, I was in America. I walked out of my home and began to look for the one who had spoken to me. As I looked, I saw three men dressed alike. Two of them carried weapons. One one of the armed men came to me. I woke you to show you what is to come. He said, come with me. I didn't know where I was being taken, but when we reached a certain place, he said, stop here. A pair of binoculars was given to me, and I was told to look through them. Stand here, don't move, and look, he continued. You will see what they are saying and what they are preparing for America. As I was looking, I saw a great light. A dark cloud appeared over it. I saw the president of Russia a short, chubby man who said he was the president of China, and two others. The last two also said where they were from, but I did not understand. However, I gathered that they were part of a Russian-controlled territory. The men stepped out of the cloud. The Russian president began to speak to the Chinese one. I will give you the land with all the people, but you must free Taiwan from the Americans. Do not fear. We will attack them from behind. A voice said to me, watch where the Russians penetrate America. I saw these words being written, Alaska, Minnesota, Florida. Then the man spoke again. When America America goes to war with China, the Russians will strike without warning. The other two presidents spoke. We too will fight for you. Each had a place already planned for a point of attack. All of them shook hands and hugged, and they signed a contract. One of them said, we're sure that Korea and Cuba will be on our side too. Without a doubt, together we can destroy America. The president of Russia began to speak insistently, why let ourselves be led by the Americans? Why not rule the world ourselves? They have to be kicked out of Europe too. Then I could do as I please with Europe. The man standing beside me said, this is what you saw. They act as friends and they respect the treaties made together. But everything I've shown you is how it will really happen. You must tell them 
what is being planned against America. Then when it comes to pass, the people will remember the words the Lord has spoken. Who are you? I asked. I am the protector of America. America's sin has reached God. He will allow this destruction for he can no longer stand such wickedness. God, however, still has people that worship him with a clean heart as they do his work. He has prepared a heavenly army to save those people. As I looked, a great army, well-armed and dressed in white, appeared before me. Do you see that? The man asked. This army will go to battle for, go to battle to save my chosen ones. My friends, that's an indication that he was speaking with the Lord God in an angel form, his very self. Then the difference between the godly and the ungodly will be evident. Mr. Bailey then states, the events Dmitri Dudeman saw coming are disturbing. But it is encouraging that he saw a heavenly army that will be sent to deliver those who worship God with a clean heart as they do his work. This is consistent with many other prophetic warnings regarding war coming to America, says Mr. Bailey. More prophetic warnings. Many other people have seen the same events coming that Dimitri Dudeman saw. Many of them have also seen, listen up, my friends, because I mentioned this last week, and I had read none of this before I said it about revival. It says, many of them have also seen revival coming to America in the midst of the destruction. Remember at the end of the last show, I told you that revival one day would break out in a way that we have never seen it before. It would not come with joy and overflowing. It would come in a time of destruction and just be saved by the the skin of your teeth, my friends. So get ready, get ready, get ready. Mr. Bailey says, here are a few examples Pastor T.D. Hale saw a rain of fire spreading like a flood across America. But in the midst of the destruction, he saw a great revival coming first to America and then to the whole world as millions of beams of light shot up out of the floodwaters. Continuing on, Mr. Bailey then says, Mike Stavers saw a worldwide nuclear proliferation coming among the enemies of America during the term of President Obama. He saw this was the scheme of the enemy to stop the spread of the gospel, which was being largely funded by America. However, God showed him another third awakening that is coming to our nation and ultimately to our world. Well, praise the Lord. So God has a plan, says Mr. Bailey, that will outwit the enemy. And my friends, that you do not have to tell me because I know it is already done. Because the Lord God knows the end from the beginning. Later on in the article, Mr. Bailey states that a man named David Taylor saw a coming Russian invasion of America that would bring revival to America. The following, following is an excerpt from my blog post Dave Taylor, David Taylor, Russian attack on America is coming. What Americans don't understand is that they, that they think that this is about Osama bin Laden, bin Laden. You have to remember this is back in 2013. And the terrorists, no, they are getting distracted. The real monster behind this attack is Russia. I can say that boldly because I know they are planning an attack 
on America. Russia is planning an attack against America. What is going to happen is when this war hits America, it is going to bring revival to America. I cannot tell you when the Russian invasion of America will happen, says Mr. Taylor, because the Lord has not given me a date on that. All I can say to America is that she needs to get ready. In the midst of this war, the greatest revival is going to break out because whenever darkness hits the glory of light, and I like to say, my friends, the glory of the Lord arises. Further on into the article, Mr. Bailey states that Dmitry Dudeman saw that God will allow this destruction for he can no longer stand such wickedness. He did not see the final outcome of the invasion, but he saw the same army of angels that George Washington saw going to battle to save God's chosen ones, those who worship God with a clean heart. Mr. Bailey ends this piece by sharing his thoughts when he says, and listen up, my friends, because this is a repeat. It is happening to America the same way as it happened in ancient Israel. Ancient Israel went into bondage when they turned away from God. And it sounds like America is headed there now, says Mr. Taylor. When ancient Israel repented, God restored them and their nation. The sooner America become, the sooner America comes to the point of repenting, the better. Until then, until we fix our relationship with God, Mr. Taylor says, our problem will keep, keep getting worse. And he is so right on that fact, my friends. But... If we repent of our sins and pray and seek the Lord, he will deliver us. This battle is in the spiritual realm, he says, and I do agree with that, my friends, not in the natural realm. When America wages war in the heavenly realm, then the battle will turn and God will deliver us. And on that thoughtful note, my friends, I'll be right back after the break to continue the prophetic countdown concerning the twin red flags. In this time of desperation When all we know is doubt and Father, we believe in Jesus Christ, we believe in the Holy Spirit, and He's given us new life. We believe in the crucifixion, we believe that He conquered death, we believe in the resurrection, and He's coming back again. We believe. So let our faith be more than anthems Greater than the songs we sing 
weakness and temptations we believe we believe we believe in God the Father we believe in Jesus Christ we believe in the Holy Spirit and he's given us new life we believe in the crucifixion we Christ, we believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe. Do you believe in Jesus Christ as your only way of escape for that which is coming upon this world? Well, if you do, you're on the right track. The Lord said that the road or the path to eternal life is straight and narrow, and there be few that ever find it. Okay, my friends, as we seek to resume our quest to comprehend uh, we shall see, we shall say that the, we comprehend my friends, the rest of the story is what I'm trying to say here. Okay. We pick up another piece of the puzzle, which the Lord has so powerfully de, de, uh, doled out to us and provided in the form of a rendering once again found on Z3news.com written by Mr. James Bailey stated or dated, shall we say, May 31st, 2015. At least we got up to 2015 now. Titled, U.S. Naval Battles Are Coming. Of which Mr. Bailey begins by saying, during my prayer time last week, I saw a United States battleship firing its cannons, similar to what is shown in this picture, of which we can't see because it was posted on the website. But, my friends, he continues by saying, See that, seeing that, he says, reminded me of another vision that I had two years ago. In the vision, in that vision, he says, I saw a black cloud that looked like it was made out of black rubber. Then the cloud transformed into the shape of a black battleship, which 
I somehow knew belonged to the United States. Then the scene changed, and I saw the bare back of a man standing in front of me. He was so thin, I could see all of his ribs. As I watched the man turned into a skeleton, I understood this to mean war, famine, and death were coming to America. This vision, says Mr. Bailey, parallels the breaking of the first four seals in Revelation chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. And I saw when the Lamb opened the opened one of the seals, who is Jesus Christ, my friends. Jesus Christ is the Lamb. And I saw when the Lamb, or Jesus Christ, opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw and beheld a white horse, and he sat on him, had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there, and there went out another horse that was red. And power was given unto him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth. And that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. My friends, we see this all around us right now. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard a third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he said on him, had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts saying, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked and beheld a pale horse, and his name that sat on it, that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. This was the skeleton, says Mr. Bailey, of whom continues by then stating that the black cloud had already arrived. The rider on the white horse received his crown in 2008 with the election of the Antichrist Obama. Trouble started as soon as he showed up and has continued ever since. More trouble is coming soon as the world has now entered into the birth pangs that Jesus warned us about in Matthew chapter 24, verse 8. Mr. Bailey then says, I believe a naval conflict is coming because I have now seen two visions of the U.S. battleship. I might... It might begin, he says, as a smaller-scale regional conflict, but I believe that it will eventually grow into a major world war because the rider on the red horse is already riding to remove peace from the earth. Mr. Bailey as well states that I was not shown the timing or where the conflict would happen, but a potential conflict is already escalating in the South China Sea. Although it is considered international waters, China has been laying claim to it by creating new islands from coral reefs, then converting them into landing strips for their airplanes. 
The United States foolishly provoked them by flying a spy plane over the reefs and then making a public statement vowing to continue sending more air and sea patrols into these waters. China responded with the following warning from Foreign Ministry spokesman Hung Lee. Such action is likely to cause an accident. It is very irresponsible and dangerous and detrimental to the regional peace and stability. We expect our we express our strong dissatisfaction. We urge the U.S. to strictly abide by the international law and international rules and refrain from taking any risky and provocative action. Source, Reuters. Mr. Bailey goes on to say on Monday, May 25th, a Chinese state-owned Uh, state-owned newspaper made an ominous warning of what will happen unless Washington stops demanding Beijing halt the building of the artificial islands. Quote, if the United States' bottom line is that China has to halt its activities, then a U.S.-China war is inevitable in the South China Sea. The intensity of conflict will be higher than that what people usually think of as a fraction or friction. In my previous post, says Mr. Bailey, warning sudden economic collapse coming in 2015, I share how the Lord showed me in a dream an economic collapse would happen this year, 2015, my friends, at a time when there are increased tensions between nations and between Americans. Look at what's now happening again in Missouri, my friends, right now. Here we go again. And we've got friction all over the world with other nations in America. Mr. Bailey says, in the dream, I also saw China threatening to declare war against the United States. I did not see them actually declare war, but I saw them threatening to. Now we are seeing tensions increasing and China making threats of war. Mr. Bailey ends by saying, I believe we are getting close to the big event. Next up, we have this piece from, there again, Z3news.com, dated June 2nd, 2015, which once again was written by Mr. James Bailey and titled, War with China Could Be Coming Soon, in which he begins by stating the United States could soon be at war with China. In my previous post, U.S. naval battles are coming, I shared how the Lord had been showing me me United States battleships at war. I was not shown where the conflict would be, but I suggested it could be against China based on a current based on current events in the South China Sea and recent threats from them, stating that war with the United States is imminent. After reading a prophetic warning from Dmitry Dudeman, today I am more convinced than ever that war with China is coming. At this point, my friends, Mr. Bailey once again begins to share the Dmitry Dudeman vision shared earlier in the broadcast that was given to him by the Lord God on April 22, 1996. After resharing the vision, Mr. Bailey then asks this question. Why on earth would the United States go to war with China? Why should we care about what they are doing in the South China Sea? He then states, 
the provoke the pro the provocation or the provocative actions taken by our government in the South China Sea are not are not the will of the American people. Our leaders are taking their orders from the financial elite shadow figures, the bankers who control our money supply and our government. These are the same people who imposed sanctions against Russia, overthrew the elected governments of Ukraine, and destroyed the, one of the most stable nations in the Middle East, Libya. They are madmen, lunatics, he says. They are leading the world to war. Mr. Bailey continues by saying, why would the bankers want to pro- provoke China? The answer has nothing to do with the South China Sea. It has everything to do with the U.S. dollar. And my friends, if you go back to one of my broadcasts from last year called, uh, I think it's called The Death of the Petrodollar, I will tell you the same thing they're getting ready to tell you right here. I told you probably back in April of 2014. Uh It has everything to do with the U.S. dollar, he says. The dollar has been a cash machine for the U.S. Federal Reserve Bank because they collect interest on every dollar printed, all at the expense of the U.S. taxpayers. It is also no different. It is also no different, he says. Uh, It is no different, he says, from raping and pillage pillaging, except they have managed to make it legal. However, the Fed is not content to just rape the U.S. taxpayers. They want to rape the entire world, too, says Mr. Bailey. They have managed to get away with it for decades. But now the rest of the world is getting tired of it, especially since 2008 when the Fed began printing trillions and trillions of dollars to bail out our failed financial institutions. The impact of the Fed's reckless money printing has been felt around the world because almost all international trade is done in U.S. dollars, and nearly all the world's commodities are priced in U.S. dollars. The excessive money printing caused prices for commodities like corn, wheat, soybean, and oil to increase to all-time highs. The higher prices were especially harmful to third-world countries and emerging nations because they spent over half of their income on food and energy. For some nations, the economic turmoil even resulted in the overthrow of governments, including Tunisia and Egypt. To protect themselves, China pegged their currency to the dollar, which enabled them to avoid much of the commodity price inflation and avoid raising prices for their exports. However, they did not stop there. Now listen up, my friends. They began to take action to replace the dollar. Yes, you heard me right. To replace the dollar as the world's reserve currency. So they would never again be victimized by our actions. They began developing their own alternative financial system to replace the Western-based financial system. 
in defiance of the Western bankers. They formed the Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank as an alternative to the institutions like the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund, better known as the IMF. They invited other countries to join, and just about everyone did. Even longtime U.S. allies like South Korea, Australia, the U.K., France, Germany, and Italy. Only Japan remained loyal to the U.S. Mr. Bailey goes on to say, in addition, China formed new trade and military alliances with Russia. This year, they completed joint military training exercises and signed a new trade agreement. When Dmitry received his vision back in 1996, listen up, my friends, there was no evidence whatsoever of any alliance between China and Russia. But nearly 20 years later, we see it happening. So the conflict in the South China Sea is not about the new islands that China is building. It is about the financial elite trying to desperately put China back in their place to force them to yield to our demands to show that we are still the boss. Unfortunately, says Mr. Bailey, this strategy is going to backfire because the United States is more vulnerable now than ever before due to our enormous government debt, which is now close to, he says here, $18 trillion, but it's headed more towards 20 Meanwhile, China is stronger than ever, listen up, my friends, due to years of strong economic growth and a very large, well-funded military. Oh, yeah, speaking of military, this would be as good a place as any since it just happens to be Veterans Day in the USA to say thank you to the current and former men and women in uniform who have fought many of which have been maimed and died to protect this country. Once again, thank you for your service. Now, back to the article of which just stated that China has a very large, well-funded military. It goes on to say that China's military force in the South China Sea far outnumbers the U.S the United States, in both air and sea power. Listen to this, my friends. The U.S. has just nine destroyers compared to 73 for China. The U.S. has two submarines compared to 58 for China. The U.S. has 54 fighter-bomber aircraft compared to 2,100 for China. Source, U.S. Department of Defense, World Air Force's 2015 report. My friends, the Lord will allow the destruction. You can see it building. Mr. Bailey ends this piece by saying, no wonder they are not intimidated by our demands. As terrible as this war would be, says Mr. Bailey, it is encouraging to know about the heavenly army that Dmitri Dudeman saw preparing to rescue God's chosen people. The Lord will be glorified, he says, because unbelievers will see his hand on the lives of his people. So even in great trouble, we can still have hope. However, 
I don't believe, he says, this heavenly army will automatically protect everyone who calls themselves a Christian. Like everything else that comes from God, we have a part to play. We must choose to align our life with the will of God and turn away from all sin. We must learn to stand in faith and resist fear. Because, my friends, the Lord did not give us a spirit of fear. He gave us the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Otherwise, Mr. Bailey says, the same fear that grips the unbelievers will grip us too. We must learn how to hear his voice and obey whatever he tells us to do. That would be the voice of the Holy Spirit of the one and only true and living God that he's talking about here, my friends. Those, he said, who do these things will take hold of his protection by faith. And on that note, last but in no way least, we have this piece dated yesterday. Here we are, my friends, up to yesterday, November 10th, 2015. Found posted there again on Z3news.com, written by Mr. Bailey. He's a busy man doing the work of the Lord, titled Sudden Attack from a Chinese Dragon. My friends, this is a very awesome, this is a very awesome prophetic word right here. And it's very current. And it is one that uh, Mr. Bailey opens by stating, last week a visitor to this site, DDG, uh, shared a disturbing dream that she had several months ago of which was set in motion by Mr. Bailey thusly. I was scared so badly by it, I couldn't go back to sleep. In the dream, I was walking alone when suddenly a three-colored snake with a dragon's head started moving beside me. I looked at it and saw the colors red, green, and gold, but it also had some white writing on it. The head of the snake looked like a Chinese dragon. It appeared almost subdued, quietly moving along beside me as I walked. As I watched, it made a U-turn, leaving me behind. Then it made another U-turn and glided right alongside my feet again. I watched it make the same maneuver three times. After the third time, It glided away off into the distance. So I put my guard down and turned away. I thought it was leaving, so I stopped paying attention to it. Suddenly, it came back in attack mode and tried to bite me. I backed up and got away. It was so real. I knew it was a warning. I immediately thought of China. At this point, Mr. Bailey states the first part of Didi's dream was fulfilled last week when three Chinese warships, listen up, my friends, because this is an interpretation to a prophetic dream and vision. Last week, when three Chinese warships glided into port at Mayport Naval Base near Jacksonville, Florida, it was the first time Chinese Navy ships have ever docked on the east coast of the United States. Tuesday morning, November 3rd, 2015, was a historic day 
at Naval Base Mayport near Jacksonville, Florida. Three Chinese warships entered the harbor. Later in this piece, it was stated that they were greeted by naval brass, the press, Chinese dancers, and excited spectators at as the sound of This Is My Country rang in the wind. Source, truenews.com. Chinese dragon dancers from the Orlando Chinese Professionals Association were there to greet the Chinese ships. They danced carrying a red, green, gold, and white dragon with, while, while playing Chinese music as the warships glided into the port. The docking of the three Chinese warships fulfilled the following seven parts of Didi's dream, explains Mr. Bailey. Number one, just like Didi saw in her dream, the dancers carried what appeared to be the body of a snake with the head of a dragon. Number two, the same colors Didi saw, red, green, gold, and white, matched the colors of the dragon carried by the dancers. Number three, in the same way she saw the snake gliding along beside her, the Chinese warships glided into the dock while the dancers carried, while the dragon carried by the dancers glided alongside the dock. Number four, she saw the dragon-headed snake make a maneuver of turning, then gliding alongside her three times, once for each of the three warships moving into the dock. Number five, just as she saw the dragon had white writing on it, each of the Chinese warships had white writing on them. Number six, just as she saw the dragon appeared quiet and subdued, the Chinese naval officers and crew appeared quiet and harmless as they greeted the U.S. naval officers. Number seven, just as she saw the dragon circle around to leave, the Chinese ships left Mayport, Florida on Saturday, November 7th. My friends, that was a very important day because on the other side of the country in L.A., without warning, a missile was fired off from America to make a show. Who were they making the show for, my friends? They did not even warn us that they were going to be firing off a missile, but they did, and it unnerved a lot of people. But it was not for those people. It was for America's enemies that left port on Saturday, November 7th. Only the last part of her dream remains unfulfilled, points out Mr. Bailey, of whom goes on to say that she saw the dragon suddenly turn back towards her and try to bite her. He then states, I believe her dream was a prophetic warning from the Lord for our country to be on guard against a military strike from China in the near future. Their harmless appearance is only a deception. Similar warnings have been shared by Dmitry Dudeman, which I documented in my previous post, War with China Could Be Coming Soon, says Mr. Bailey. I also shared a prophetic vision from Cindy J. Dana um, in my previous post, Prophetic Vision, 
China now preparing for war. Mr. Bailey says that very few people are aware of what just happened, and even fewer are aware of what is about to happen next. But I believe the Lord is warning those who have ears to hear with, if this judgment is not already set, perhaps through our prayers, God will have mercy and deliver our country from war. We can pray God would expose China's true intentions so our leaders can be alerted and take action to prevent an attack. My friends, all of what I have just shared with you here today was in succession, or in other words, a series of warnings from the Lord God dating back in this case to as early as April 22, 1996 to as late as yesterday, November 10th, 2015. My friends, war in the world that we now find ourselves living in here in the 21st century at 11.59 and split seconds can be and is already fought in many different ways. It can be fought by way of missile, bombs, and hand-to-hand combat, but it can also be fought by means of cyber attack, which can affect the very core of our infrastructure, financial, and economic standing as a nation. So it is good to be prepared in the physical or material sense, but it is far more important, my friends, to be prepared in the spiritual sense. Because one day soon, and very soon, all avenues that man can prepare will fail. We've already seen the Lord tell us that the silver and gold will be thrown in the street it will not be the thing that can protect anybody. Besides, you know what, my friends? I have never figured out how you can eat silver or gold. And when you have an abundance of a bunch of uh, metal and no food, I just don't know how that's really going to work if the Lord would allow it to happen that way. My friends, because one day soon and very soon, as I said, all avenues that men can prepare will fail And the only salvation, which the word salvation means way of escape, okay, will only be available to those who have prepared spiritually in regards to obtaining and maintaining a personal relationship in good or right standing with the Lord Jesus Christ. That is why he is called Savior of the world. The word Savior means he who is the Redeemer, Rescuer, Liberator, and Knight in White Shining, Knight in White and Shining Armor, my friends, if you will, that comes to save those who have placed their trust in him. For the very word of God tells us in Nahum chapter 1. Verses 1 through 7, the burden of Nineveh, the book of the vision of Nam, the echo sight. God is jealous, and the Lord revengeth. 
the Lord revengeth and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries and he reserveth wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm. And the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebuketh the sea and maketh it dry and drieth up all the rivers. Bashan languisheth and Carmel and the flower of Lebanon languisheth. The mountains quake at him and the hills melt and the earth is burned at his presence. Yea, the world and all that dwell therein. Who can stand before his indignation, and who can abide in the fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire, and the rocks are thrown down by him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trusteth in him. And my friends, as for those who do trust in him, he has made a way for their escape or there again, their salvation, which only comes by way of a personal relationship with his one and only begotten son, who is none other than Jesus Christ. The Lord God has not kept this a secret for it can be plainly seen in John chapter three, verses 16 through 18, where the Lord Jesus Christ himself says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is he? Jesus Christ, might be saved. My friends, the reason it says might be saved is because it's purely up to you. The Lord God created us with a free will. You either choose life or you choose death. You either choose to have eternal life through Jesus Christ or you you choose to walk in the, the things of this world that have been prepared by Satan to take you to an eternal lake of fire that the Bible speaks of. That will come after the millennial kingdom time of the Lord Jesus Christ at the final great white throne judgment day of God. So the choice is purely up to you. That's why it says might be saved because the Lord's arm is not short. He can definitely save you, but you have to want to be saved. Verse 18 says, he that believeth on him is not. Who is he? He is Jesus Christ. He that believeth on him, who is Jesus Christ, is not condemned, says the word of God. But he that believeth not, the word of God says, not me, but the word of God says, is condemned already. So if you want to go to the lake of fire for all eternity, just keep pushing Jesus Christ to the side because he's the holder of eternal life. And Satan is the holder of eternal damnation. Okay? So you're making your choice every day when you do what you do. It's either good or bad. It's either with the Lord or it's not. The word of God says, because, here it is. He that believeth on him, who is Jesus Christ, is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. And here's why they're condemned already. Because the word of God says, 
from the very mouth of God to the ears of man, because he, whoever this person is, has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. My friends, the name of the only begotten Son of God is Jesus Christ. Begotten means that he was born of no man on this earth, my friends. He was his mother, Mary, was overshadowed by the power of God's Holy Spirit, and the Spirit of God entered into that woman and was born as a man so that we could see him with our eyes and that we would have an example as to how we were to live our life. He lived a sinless life, and he was able to take our place upon the cross, which no other man on this earth could ever do. Because he was fully man, but he was fully God. The tent or the body was a man, but the spirit that dwelled in the body was fully God. That's why he did not sin, my friends. He who created the world came and they rejected him, says the word of God. Moving on down to John chapter 3, verses 34 through 36, John, the beloved of Jesus who would later be called as well John the Revelator, said of Jesus, For he whom God has sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. No, my friends, because he's fully God and fully man. The next verse says, The Father loveth the Son and has given all things into his hand. So if you ever think you're going to escape the lake of fire, getting uh, going, trying to get to heaven or whatever you want to call it, any other way uh, than Jesus Christ, you are wrong. It's not going to happen because God has given all things into the hand of his son, who is Jesus Christ. And the last verse 36 says, he that believeth on the son has everlasting life. And he that believeth not the son shall not see life but the wrath of God abideth upon him. My friends, that is the very word of the Lord God. That is the word of no man except the man who was fully man and fully God, and his name is Jesus Christ. With that said, today, with all that is coming upon this world, don't you think that it's high time that you should give your life over to the Lord Jesus Christ? Now, I know some of you are feeling the prick of the Holy Spirit. My friends, you know, we, we always say we chose the Lord, but you know what? We didn't choose the Lord. The Lord cho- chooses us because if we aren't drawn by his spirit We cannot even be saved. If today you're sitting there like a dead blob and you have no desire to know the Lord Jesus Christ, I would be very worried, my friends. That would be a super duper big red flag as far as I'm concerned. Because if you're not being drawn by the Spirit of God, that means that you are fully enveloped in Satan. And the Lord is allowing you to just go right off the cliff with Satan into the lake of fire. Because the fact is, is you, he knows your heart. God knows the end from the beginning. He created us all. He made a little spot in each one of our hearts that belongs only to him. But people fill it with everything else upon the face of this earth that Satan peddles. Because Satan already is going to the lake of fire. He doesn't have a choice. He was once the archangel. He was the, he was the head angel. He was the most beautiful. But then he decided he wanted to be above God. Well, he got kicked, he got him kicked right out of heaven called pride, my friends. And that is one thing that God hates the most is pride. 
And so, therefore, Satan has doomed himself for all eternity. And all he has left to do in this world is try to get you to go with him because you still have a choice until you take your last breath here. But I'll tell you what, my friends, we never know when that's happening. I told you two months ago now, it's already been, I almost was killed in a rollover car accident, but here I am in one piece today because the Lord has work for me to do, and I am here to do it. And another thing is, look at the people in the house that the plane crashed into last night. They are dead. I just hope they were ready to go, because if they weren't, Apparently, they weren't going to have any time to say, oh, Lord, save me, because they didn't even know a plane was going to crash into their house, my friends. And there's millions of scenarios going on like this all over the world. So, my friends, today, if you feel the prick of the Holy Spirit in your heart, make this decision to receive the Lord Jesus Christ into your life. Ask him to forgive you of your sins and start to walk that straight and narrow path, which Jesus Christ himself as well said Few there be that find it, because it leads to eternal life. I'm on it, my friends, and I'm not veering to the left or right. I've made my choice. So, my friends, and I'll tell you what, when you make a choice like that, the devil's not going to leave you alone. He's going to try to take you out even more, because he, he just hates God. He wants to, to tear up everything that belongs to God. But... The good thing about it is when you're filled with the Holy Ghost and the Lord is the Lord of you, nothing can touch you that the Lord will not allow. So, my friends, today, I offer you, through the Lord Jesus Christ, who paid the price with the shedding of his precious and holy blood, the promise of eternal life. And not only that, have a wonderful life while you're here. Just do the things God would have you to do. Man, you don't know what life I'm living today since the Shemitah year began. It's like it could go on for another hundred years for me because the Lord is blessing me and blessing me and blessing me. And you know why? There's only one reason, because he knows I'm faithful and true to do that which he's called me to do and not to look to the left or right and not allow Satan to steal my soul. My friends, but I'm not above it. I have to walk it every single day. I have to get up and make that same choice every day. Lord, you are the Lord of my life. And Satan, I kick you to the curve and you have no power and authority over me. My friends, today, we're going to pray a prayer. If you're so inclined and your heart is ready, then pray it with us. And the Lord will heal your life inside and out. He will change things in your life. You will begin to know God's word, know it well, and know it correctly because you'll be hungry for it. You'll go in and dive in. You'll want to know what it means and everything that it has for you because it's full, it's chock full of yummy stuff for a spiritual life, my friends, that is going to be flower into eternal life. With that said, my friends, today, if the Lord is pricking your heart, don't turn him away because the unpardonable sin is to keep pushing and the Holy Spirit away as you feel him pricking your heart and saying, please come, please come. He knows when your time is up, my friends, and he, he woos you and urges you to come. But one day your time will run out. And when your time has ran out and you've rejected every single one of his uh, in- invitations, that, my friends, is the unpardonable sin. And that is why you'll end up in the lake of fire for all eternity, because you chose to be a child of Satan rather than a child of God. With that said, let us pray this prayer out loud together that you 
may enter into a whole new life today. From this point on, the Lord will open doors, spiritually speaking, for you to understand, know his word, and begin to live an overjoyed life with the Lord Jesus Christ as your salvation, as your way of escape from that which is coming upon this earth soon and very soon. With that said, please repeat this prayer with me. Dear Lord God, we humbly come before your throne this day and bow down. Lord God, I just want to say thank you for the time that we've had here today. I just want to say thank you for the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit that has made it all possible. I want to say thank you for uh, allowing your one and only begotten son, who is Jesus Christ, to come to this earth and take my place upon the cross of Calvary and to cover my sins with, the, with his precious and holy blood. There is no one else that could have ever done it. And without it, I would be doomed to the lake of fire as all who reject you. Thank you, dear Lord God, for that gift and all those gifts. Lord Jesus, I humbly come before your throne this day, and I know that you are faithful and true to do that which you've promised. And what you've promised is that you will grant to me a very fulfilling life as I follow you in the time that I have here among the living. But you have also paid the price for me to have eternal life after it is over, if I will serve you in the here and now. So this day, Lord Jesus I ask that you would forgive me of my sins and that you would take up your residency in my heart. And Holy Spirit, I allow you to have full reign in my life, to bring all things to my remembrance, and to use me for the glory of God until I take my last breath and walk into the arms of Jesus in eternal life. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this precious gift that you have paid the price for. And Holy Spirit, have your way in my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. And with that said, it's a wrap. My friends, once again, thank you for tuning in today for Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast here on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Folks, don't forget to visit StreamsAZ.org daily on the web for updates on prophetic news from around the world and stay connected with me via social media and Twitter by visiting Streams in the Desert Live landing page at StarWorldWideNetworks.com forward slash Streams in the Desert. This is Pastor Dana saying shalom and blessings to you all in the mighty name of Jesus, Joshua HaMashiach, my Lord Master, Savior, soon coming King and Messiah, yours too, I hope. And until we meet again next Wednesday at 3.55 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast, may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on DoubleWideNetwork.com, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page. 
which can be easily located on the DoubleWideNetwork.com Streams in the Desert Live landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?